the Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Your Safe Space, the podcast. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and this podcast is here for you. It is a safe space for us to catch up each week to discuss anything and everything. And on today's show, we are celebrating one year of Your Safe Space. Happy Sunday, everyone, and happy birthday to us all. I'm going to say it's our birthday, it's your birthday. We're all having a birthday celebration today. Now, I apologize in advance because I kind of lied to you guys. (laughs) I put up a poll on the podcast Instagram, I think on Sunday, and I was like, oh, what episode do you want next week? And I gave you all these options and I'm going rogue today. I'm not doing that. So (laughs) those episodes, I promise you, will get done. I am recording a whole heap of content before I head off. But today we are enjoying the birthday and celebrating one year of this podcast. Now, obviously this is a huge milestone for me and I thought it deserves its own bloody show. So I'm going to give it its own bloody show. Now, before we get into what I want to get into, you guys know the drill. We have a shout out from the podcast Facebook group and then we have highlights, gratitudes and struggles. But the post of the week this week goes to Amanda. So if you guys aren't already, Your Safe Space has a podcast group. Come and join it. We have nearly five and a half thousand people in there. And may I just say that it is the best podcast Facebook group that I have ever existed in. And it's thanks to you guys. But in case you missed this post, Amanda, this post single-handedly made me take a moment and just think to myself, wow, this group is so special. This community is so special. And it just made me think like, I'm so grateful and so lucky to have you guys. And I'm so proud of you guys. But Amanda posted that she had purchased this dress and I hope you go and look it up because she looked beautiful, but she had purchased this dress and the dress is beautiful, by the way. It was a one shoulder red number and it was almost like it had that ruched effect across like the bust this way. And then it also had the ruched effect down. It was probably like midi length, I would say. Now, Amanda bought this dress in two sizes because I think she was not sure which size she would be. And so she had tried on one size. It fit her perfectly. And then she had this spare dress. And so she said that she was happy to gift it and ship it for free to another member of the Your Safe Space Facebook group. And so she posted it and a lot of you may have seen the post, some of you may have missed it, but Amanda, good karma is coming your way. Let me just tell you that. My favorite comment on the post was, this is giving sisterhood of the traveling pants vibes and I'm here for it. And I agree, that made me laugh so much. And I think Carissa was the lucky member who scored the free red dress. And I just want to say two things. Firstly, Amanda, something like that is never expected of you or any other member of your safe space. Never. But it definitely captures the energy of the group and definitely captures the energy of what I hope to create with this community. And I already know that Carissa, if you were the successful person who got the dress, that you will probably pay it forward too. And so I wanted to put this in because I hope it inspires somebody listening or all of us listening that one, you could potentially do a random act of kindness for somebody. It doesn't have to be in the Facebook group, by the way. It could be just someone outside in your day-to-day life. Or if someone does a random act of kindness for you, how can you then pay it forward? 
And it doesn't have to be like a massive thing. It can be just a tiny thing as simple as like maybe smiling at someone down the street, but it goes a long way and it can really change someone's day. So thank you, Amanda, for that inspiration. And yeah, I can't wait. Hopefully, Caruso, if you want to post a picture of yourself in the dress as well, because Amanda looked beautiful and yeah, it was just warmed my heart. So thank you both. Now, as always, we are going to do a highlight gratitude and struggle, starting with the bad because we end on a good note. And I want you guys to come into the group and leave your own highlight gratitude and struggles for me too. I love doing this. It's a good way to build awareness and a good way for you to check in with yourself too, which we love. Now, my struggle little Franklin, my darling angel. (laughs) And last week, I didn't really have a good update for you guys because we hadn't had a physio appointment. We had that physio appointment on Thursday last week. And I just feel so much relief because the physio really taught me a lot (laughs) about him in that. And yeah, it just made me feel like I have more knowledge now to like tackle this and hopefully prevent it from getting any worse. He is in good hands. I would do anything for that dog, like literally treat him like my baby. And sometimes I think I literally birthed him. I know I didn't, but that's how I feel sometimes. And so, yeah, it has been not the best timing, obviously, given that I'm going away as well. Also, given that I had pretty bad mental health in the lead up to this, but in my therapy appointment last week, I had kind of had a bit of a plan of attack of how I was going to keep managing that. And I feel like this Not that it's a blessing, but it has almost distracted me from my own bullshit in my brain because I'm like, I've just got to get this dog better. I've just got to massage him properly. I've just got to do whatever I have to do to get him healthy again. And so in a way, it's been a way for me to focus all my energy onto him. And that has kind of given me a relief from like thinking about my own thoughts and thinking about my own bullshit in my head. So still my struggle. And I think it will still be my struggle, especially while I'm away because I'm going to miss him so much. My gratitude, though, is this community, and I will talk about that in this podcast episode, so I won't go too much into detail on that now. And then my highlight is, guys, I go to Europe in 10 days, and I say this with no bags packed. (laughs) I say this with a lot of brand deals to film. I say this with maybe 16 podcast episodes to record, maybe 14 after we get done (laughs) with this one, and I have the best plan for YouTube content coming, but boy, oh boy, did I underestimate how much work I would have to do before I leave. And so I am slowly stressing a little bit more with each minute that passes, but it's going to be okay. I think what I need to do is start packing. I posted a TikTok today and I was like, I haven't started packing. Should I pack? And everyone's like, yes, bitch, like you should pack. And it makes me feel more nervous that both my parents have packed as well and I haven't done anything. The only thing I have done is I've got one packing cube and it's got all of my Nescafe sachets in there because I'm taking them with me. But that's all I've packed. So I'm going to get onto that and I feel like... Yeah, I need to start prioritizing getting myself ready. But anyway, that is next week's problem. But as I said, I'm going rogue today and I'm going to give you a new segment just for today because I feel like this topic or this recommendation, there's two of them, were really important and I just wanted to put them in. And so this segment is called Adele's Recommendations. I'm going to get Sam to put some fun music edits into this. So Sam, do you want to give us a little music edit? My first recommendation is, and I'm so sorry to do this, but it is the Barbie movie. Now, I know that this Barbie movie has had the PR team working overtime, so overtime that sometimes I've thought, are we in Barbie land? 
because we have felt like that and there has been PR everywhere, whether it's been from nail polishes to perfumes to burgers. I've seen almost every brand do something with Barbie and I want to talk about it. I'm going to be very careful not to spoil it in case you haven't seen it yet or in case you're going to see it, but I enjoyed it. I watched it last week on Wednesday night with M and Mads and I'm going back on Friday to watch it with my other friend Francis for the second time. So if I'm going to watch a movie twice, I obviously liked it, but it was not what I was expecting and I don't even know what I was expecting. But it took me by surprise and I think it is super interesting because I feel like it's so layered and if we just look at the movie on like face value, I feel like we can't just do that. I want to do a little bit of a deeper dive because I have seen some commentary around and I've seen a lot of videos around discussing certain things and I want to touch on it too. But the Barbie brand, which we all know and some of us may listening to this podcast may have grown up playing with Barbies, the brand had a bit of a PR problem a few years back, not even a few years back. It was probably back in like 2010, that era, 2010 to say like 2015. Around that time, Mattel, who owns Barbie, was not having a good PR time. And I feel like that's probably because around that time, the body positivity movement was finally starting to happen. And thank God it did. And there was a huge rejection of this really difficult beauty standard and unrealistic beauty standard, which I think Barbie and the Mattel brand had held up for so long. And I mean, rightfully so. I'm glad that we have moved away from that and I'm glad we continue to move away from that. But on the back of that backlash, Mattel then released a new range of Barbies, Barbies that were more inclusive, more diverse, and Barbies of different shapes, different sizes, different hair colors, different skin tones. And they really tried to position themselves as this diverse and wholesome and inclusive brand. And so I think the movie was very well played by Mattel. And I think it was just another piece of the puzzle to position them as that, oh my God, they are being inclusive. Oh my God, they are being diverse. And I also think that The way the movie went was fascinating because the movie was very deprecating of the brand. Like there were constant like digs and little shots taken at Mattel throughout. And I found that fascinating and I think it was smart and well played by them. Obviously, I'm analyzing it as an adult who played with Barbies, who has lived through the Barbie beauty standard, who also fits the beauty standard as well. I need to acknowledge that every time I talk about something like this. And so for me as an adult, I really enjoyed it. I think a child would enjoy the movie too. They may have lots of questions if they are going to watch it, but I feel like it was made for adults and maybe it just hit home harder for me because I did play with my Barbies and I did love them so much. And yeah, I also very quickly just want to mention the director, Greta Gerwig, who is obviously a female director of the movie. And I wanted to mention that because Barbie made box office history in its opening weekend. It earned over $155 million and it is the biggest opening weekend ever for a female director. And so I think she nailed the casting. I think she nailed the outfits, the sets, the soundtrack, the lighting. Everything was just oh, delightful to watch. And obviously, I don't want to give too much away, but I'll leave you with this. It made me equal parts proud to be a woman, but it also made me equal parts sad because I know that we can do anything we want to put our minds to. I know that we're so capable and I know that we're not just going to be limited by a beauty standard anymore. 
But it also made me really sad because some of the themes that were discussed and displayed and presented in this movie are very real (laughs) and are very real of what issues women face on a day-to-day basis in the real world. And so, yeah, it just left me with a lot of thoughts and I'm excited to watch it again for a second time and digest that. And I will just add, I wasn't sad for too long though, because on the day that Barbie came out, I believe the FIFA Women's World Cup started too. And I mean, if that's not an example of how far we've come, I know we still have so far to come, but it made me so proud to see the Matildas. It made me so proud to see the seats full. I'm also not the biggest sports fan. I do appreciate some sports and I do, if I can understand them, we'll obviously watch them too. I'm an AFL girly at heart, but it made me so proud. And yeah, that kind of gave me a little bit of like, oh, it's okay. Like we've come a long way. We still have so far to come. I just had to unpack that. Some of you guys might disagree with me. I might even put up a thread in the Facebook group because I'm very curious to hear what you guys thought, the listeners of your safe space. And then my other recommendation very quickly is for platform Ugg boots. (laughs) And I know this is so niche and very Melbourne of me, but I have not taken them off. And I was going to wear them into the podcast studio today, but I didn't want to give Derek a heart attack. (laughs) coming in in my slippers. But guys, what have I been doing? My whole life I've had the slippers that have your toes exposed and it's too cold for that. So my advice is buy a pair of Uggs if you live in Melbourne, if you don't already own a pair. They don't have to be like official Uggs. You can go and buy a dupe if you would like, if you want to do something a little bit more affordable. But yeah, I love it. Now onto today's show, I wanted to get a cake and I was not organized enough because I realized last night that this was going to be one year. So for those of you playing along, I launched Your Safe Space on July 26, 2022. And I started this podcast with no idea what I was doing, can I just say? No idea where it would go and no idea where it would lead me. A month later, on August 26, I quit my full-time job. That was my last day working the last job. And so in my brain, I thought, oh, August 26 is like one year of your safe space, but no, it's actually July 26. And so I'm recording this on the 25th, but it will come out on the 30th and I'm going to bring a cake for us next week, Derek, and we can sing happy birthday. But it made me so sentimental and so happy and so proud. And so I'm giving you a little bit of a birthday episode. Now, We did off air, Derek and I just spoke about how hard it is for podcasts to make it past like 10 episodes and then to make it past like 20 episodes. And we are at, I think this would be like the 86th or maybe 87th episode. I think it's 87. And when I get to the 100th episode, we're going to do something amazing as well. But it is a really interesting space to navigate and the journey has been so wild and crazy and nothing like what I had imagined, but so fulfilling at the same time. And I've got some stats for you guys because I think you would be interested to hear them. And I love stats. I'm a stats person. So this segment is going to be called the Your Safe Space Roundup. These are stats I'm super proud of and are only possible thanks to you guys. The first one is that we have hit over 570,000 downloads, which means that the podcast has been listened to that many times. Obviously, I don't know if they're unique downloads and some of you may have listened to episodes on repeat. If you do, I love you. Thank you so much. But that is half a million streams, which makes me want to cry because that's a lot of streams and I don't often check these stats, obviously. 
I check weekly downloads to make sure the podcast is still performing well and to check what content you guys like, what content you don't really like, so I can keep making content that you actually want and enjoy. But thank you. If you have ever listened to an episode, if you're listening to this episode now, I could not have done that without you. And from the bottom of my heart, truly, I am so grateful. Our next stat is that we have had two show sponsors so far. And so we need to give a shout out to Elite 11 because they have believed in this podcast from the beginning and Jazz Handmade, who have also believed in the podcast and both of them have believed in me as well. I know some people will be like, oh, that's only two sponsors. That doesn't sound good or that doesn't sound like enough. But let me tell you. I am so protective of this airtime. I am so protective of what brands I want to put into your safe space. I feel like the brand of your safe space is an extension of me, but I need to protect it. Like I can't just put any brand into it. And I'm also very hesitant about putting brands or putting ads voiced by somebody else into the podcast. And so I'm not at a point where I need to do that. And I don't know if I ever will. Maybe we will one day because we might need to do that. But right now I don't have to do that. And so I haven't wanted to. And yeah, I'll continue to be protective of your safe space. It is an independent podcast. And so I'm really grateful when brands do want to help out because that means it keeps it going. And I can hand on heart say both of those brands have the same values as the podcast and are beautiful brands. So I'm super, super grateful. Our next stat is number 59. Who can guess what that means? 59 means that's how many countries your safe space has been listened to in. Now, we have listeners from all over the world. So shout out to wherever you're listening from right now. Most of your safe space is here in Australia, which is obviously pretty self-explanatory because I'm Aussie, my hometown. And I feel like a lot of my content or even all of my platforms are like heavily Australian supported. (laughs) Does that even make sense? I don't know. But our top five countries as it stands this week, and you guys can play along, but Number one, obviously, Australia. I just gave you that. Number two, our besties over in New Zealand. Hello to you guys. I would love to get over there one day. We then have in number three, United States. In number four, United Kingdom. And in number five, South Africa. So shout out to you all. Thank you so much for listening from wherever you listen to. I'm going to be listening to my own podcast when I go to Europe as well. So maybe I can bump up some stats in the countries that I'm going to. As for your listener habits, you guys love Spotify. And over 70% of our listeners listen on Spotify. And so all I want to say to you, if you're listening on Spotify right now as a birthday present, go and give us a five-star rating. (laughs) The other 30% of you are listening on Apple. Poor Apple is lagging there. But again, if you're listening on Apple, please go and give us a nice rating for our birthday. And then the rest of you are listening on other And I would love to know what that means. Acast is the platform in which I upload the podcast. I don't know what other means, but if you're listening on other, I hope you're having a good day. And then we have a very small percentage of you who actually watch the podcast. So if you don't know, I'm on camera right now. (laughs) I'm on YouTube. We put out a full vodcast of the podcast. Well, that sounds a little bit tongue tying. But if you prefer to watch me and watch my hands go everywhere because I talk with my hands, you can come and watch us on YouTube as well. But what I will say is wherever you listen, whatever it is that you're doing, 
thank you and I appreciate you and the fact that you guys have built us into your, I say us because yeah, it is us, but the fact you have built us into your routine and made us a part of your life makes me so proud and so thankful. Obviously, I couldn't keep this podcast going without the downloads and without the support. So the fact that we have even made it here is equal parts me and equal parts you. So thank you to this community for keeping it alive. Now, I have learned some lessons And there's some BTS of podcasting that I'm going to share for you. And some of you are going to think, oh, that's not really going to apply to me. But let me tell you, it's going to, because I feel like these lessons are lessons for life as well. But these are just lessons that I've learned in my first year of podcasting. Number one is fake it till you make it. And this has never been more true than when it comes to starting a podcast. I had no idea, guys, literally no idea when I started. And I still kind of have no idea now, but lucky I've got Derek, I've got editor Sam, I've got manager M. So I've got people in my corner who can help me with certain things. And I think back to the beginning of this podcast, and some of you may remember episode one, but I used to literally record it on my Sony vlogging camera, which is not made for podcasting, by the way. It doesn't last more than like 20 minutes before it overheats and dies, but I do love you, Sony. It's just not good for that. But I would then go home and edit it myself on this free editing program. What's it called? Audacity. No idea how to edit a podcast, by the way. I literally taught myself from YouTube. And there would be so many mistakes. There would be so many pauses. There would be so many ums. I wouldn't talk clearly. I wouldn't talk eloquently. And it's just come such a long way. I was nervous as hell. And if you guys go back and listen to any of the first episodes, which make me cringe, it's definitely giving amateur hour. But it's okay because we all start somewhere. And it's important that We do fake it until we make it because if we don't, we can keep ourselves stuck in whatever area of our lives and a lot of the time people won't know (laughs) that we're faking it while we're faking it. And what I mean by that is my first episode of this podcast has nearly 25,000 downloads, which makes me cringe, as I said, because I think it's so bad, but it's been listened to quite a bit and I still fake it now. And one example I'm going to give you is taking breaks and having seasons of the podcast. Who makes up the rules for taking seasons? I don't know. I've seen other podcasts take a break and then come back for like season two, season three, season four. And I will take a break and come back for season two, but I'm literally just making that up. (laughs) Like there's no method to the madness, guys. And so... As I said, I don't know who makes the rules for the seasons. I'm going to make my own rules and that is the beauty of it. You can also make your own rules too. And this goes for anyone listening who wants to start anything, just start. Don't hold yourself back. You don't have to see the whole staircase. You just have to see the next step. Take it and you will be okay. And if you need, just YouTube how to do something because there's so much out there that can help you. Tip number two or lesson number two is work smarter, not harder. And you guys know I try to practice what I preach. I try to do this. I reckon I could probably do this a little bit better, but there have been so many moments when I have either upgraded the podcast or kind of leveled it up or scaled it to change the workflow to get it running more efficiently and streamlining it because running a podcast is quite a clunky 
process. There's a lot of moving parts to planning, to actually recording, to editing, to putting up the podcast and obviously have some more efficiency to organize in season two, which I will do. But this is the beauty of it. At any moment, you can assess what you're doing. You can assess how things are going honestly and really just look at it and see, can I make this better? Can I make my life easier? Do I need help in certain things? And I don't know who needs to hear it, but if you have some clunkiness in your life, that's probably a sign that you need to streamline something or get some help. So don't ignore that feeling. Number three is it's still hard work though. (laughs) And so don't be shy to take a break. Don't be shy to get help. And look, I'm not sitting here saying that being a podcaster is the hardest job in the world. No, I'm not going to get on that narrative. It is just hard in a different way and it can be a lot in a different way. And I have to be real with you guys and say, I was so shocked when I realized just how much work is involved in this. And I think I really underestimated that at the start. And it was a very steep learning curve for me, but I'm so grateful for it because that has then prepared me to keep going. The other thing that has been hard has been the comparison piece. And I wanted to put this in here because I think it's important and I think you guys can take a lesson from it. And I think maybe it just shows you that I'm human too and I still compare. But I went through a very probably negative patch with the podcast maybe last year, late last year, where I was comparing my podcast to other podcasts and just getting in a really unhelpful thought pattern. And it wasn't doing anything good for me or good for the podcast. And without realizing I had started to compare and I was comparing with other podcasts who have had their podcasts for a lot longer. It's a lot easier to kind of build a podcast community once you've been around for a long time. But I'm competing with podcasts who their podcasters have been on radio or have been on TV or yeah, they have just had a different reach compared to me. And so I was being really harsh on myself. And the second I stopped that, the second I just focused on my own podcast and stopped worrying about what everyone else was doing, the more success I actually had and the better I felt. And so again, I don't know who needs to hear this, but take a break when you need one and don't compare and reward yourself when you have worked hard for something and celebrate your wins along the way and run your own race. Okay. Don't forget that. Stop worrying about what everyone around you is doing and just focus on you. Number four is done is better than perfect. And This should also be advice for literally anyone listening as well, because there have been so many times I've recorded an episode and I've finished and we've turned off the mic and I'm like, shit, that's so bad, but it still gets put up. (laughs) And sometimes you guys probably wouldn't even notice that I've disliked an episode or thought it could be better. And maybe that's because like we're our own harshest critic, but I try to still release the podcast, even if I'm not a hundred percent perfect with it, because One, I can learn from that and get better the next time. And two, it's never going to be perfect ever. And I know we have the luxury in podcasting of it not being live and it not being on radio and things like that. But that anxiety of putting up that first episode compared to now, it has definitely decreased. And so I think that's a bit of like exposure therapy, but don't let that perfectionism hold you back either because Beautiful things can happen even when they're not perfect. And sometimes our idea of perfect is also unrealistic. And what we might think is not good enough, others might think is amazing. And I've even had it with some episodes. Like you guys would be like, oh my God, I loved this episode or this episode is my favorite. And I'm like, shit, like I didn't really like that one, but I'm glad you did. And so 
things won't be perfect. Don't wait for them to be perfect. Take action and remember that done is better than perfect. And then my last lesson is that community built beats everything. And I've said it from day one, but this podcast is community built. It is here for you. It's not about me. It is called Your Safe Space for a Reason. And it will continue to be community built because I think we have built something pretty special. And I don't know why, but it makes me want to cry a little bit because I'm so proud. But I have big things planned for this podcast. And I guess to give you a bit of an update, what's next is that we will have a live show at some point. And I can't wait to meet you guys in real life. We also have a journal coming, which has been in the works for a really fucking long time, but it's coming, I promise. And then we obviously have season two. So I will take a short break. I will let you know in the last episode when I'm taking the break and when you can expect the podcast to come back. But season two will be back with refreshed cover art. I don't think we'll change the name of the podcast, but it will be fresher. Maybe the segments will change or maybe the format will change and it will just be better than ever for you. But guys, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Happy birthday to your safe space. Thank you for allowing us to get to this point. It couldn't be done without you. And I'm going to wrap the show here. If you're not already, come and join us in the Facebook group. It's Your Safe Space Podcast Community. Join us on Instagram, Your Safe Space Pod. I'm actually running one more giveaway before I go away. And I will post that prize off this coming Friday. So What I'm going to say is go and enter it. It's on the Your Safe Space Pod Instagram because it's the birthday giveaway and you bet I'm going to spoil the absolute crap out of you guys. So please enter that giveaway. If you haven't, please leave us a review, leave us a rating wherever you listen, leave us a comment, share us on your story when you are listening and thank you so much. I love you guys with all my heart and yeah, I'm truly so grateful. I'll see you next time. Bye. (laughs) 